1: Is the Pack a Day podcast. What is going on, Packers fans? Happy Saturday. Welcome to another edition of the Pack a Day podcast. It has been a long time coming for this three to get back together. I was trying to reflect on my drive home uh, today when the last time we recorded together. I know it was before the draft, I believe it was after the Super Bowl. Um, so let's just say that there was snow on the ground where we were all living. And at this point it is a beautiful Saturday where I'm at. Um, I am obviously your host, Matt Freilich alongside me once again is Janelle Mackey and Eli Berkovitz. We have the trifecta back the Saturday trifecta. Janelle, I'll start with you. How has your week been? And what, I guess, have you been longing for this three to get back together as much as Eli and myself have?
2: Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's been well before the draft since all three of us have been able to record an episode together. So very excited about that. Um, obviously, if you pay any attention to my social media, you know that I've been having a very good week with my softball girls punching their ticket to state. So mm-hmm. you might, you know, if they do well, you might not hear my voice next week, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Very excited for them. Very happy for them, all their hard work. So, yeah, chasing rings. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the goal.
1: No doubt. Eli, How's your softball team been going that you coach or is that, that you skipped it this summer?
3: Yeah. Um My softball team that I actually was a part of and did win a championship with is actually struggling pretty mightily to start the season without me. Um I feel bad, but that's just, you know, like when you lose a player of my caliber, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs>
2: okay. What's really funny though, is when Elon and I kind of like first became friends and I was coaching, he was like, I could be your starting shortstop. Like I'm better than every girl out there, you know. So convinced you know, that his athleticism is better than my girls who train their butts off all year, you know. Just Eli being Eli, and
1: in yeah. high school girls too. We're not even like this is like it's just it's not going to work, Eli. Look,
0: yeah, you,
3: know, you guys have to understand. You got you got to keep the confidence high. It's the only way to keep it going.
1: I don't disagree with that. You got to. I do was like conf- my
2: shortstop would embarrass you, Eli. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh and,
1: speak, and Speaking of confidence, for segue here. Uh OTAs has finished up the last two weeks. We're still, you know, deep into the training camp. And you know, the topic we're gonna to get to today is I think takes confidence from the three of us, but also the the players we are gonna be selecting, if you will. Somewhat of a draft here. So it's gonna be a three-round draft. Um, the draft is gonna consist of picking non-offensive players. Um, and I was fought tooth and nail on the non-offensive players selection of this to play offense. So that could be a special teamer, a defensive player. Um, technically I guess we could open it up to coaches at those points because they are non-offensive players but as it may uh, we're going to draft one quarterback one skill position so obviously running back receiver tight end and one offensive lineman they can slot them in wherever they want uh, I guess it would be extra points from the committee if you put them in a position that you feel very very strongly about in um, I guess debate that argument so first off We, it's going to be, you can select a player, any round. So it doesn't have to be quarterbacks, first round offensive line, the first round it can be across the board. And um, we're going to, I'm going to bring it up to Janelle. So ladies first, Janelle, you can, wherever you want to pick. So if you want to be the first pick, second pick, third pick, obviously you'd have the first pick in the second round. That would be how this breaks down, but I'm going to let you decide Janelle where you want to start your selection. And then uh, we will slot each other, you know, accordingly after that. And we'll go from there.
2: I think with this one being the first one, and I'm less less confident than I will be, you know, we're going to come back and we're going to do uh, vice versa with drafting um, offensive guys on the defense. And I feel like that one will be kind of more something I can do. So I, I think I'm going to put myself in the middle today. I'm going to draft in the middle, keep it safe for myself, make sure that I get at least one of my two guys that I have on my board. And
1: Okay. Okay. I like that. I actually, was, again – Lot of a little windshield time for myself on the way home. I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna set up Janelle with the pick. Hopefully she doesn't go with number two, because that's what I wanted. So unfortunately <laughs> I don't have that. So I'm gonna put I knew the,
2: I didn't know I knew I didn't want number one. I was number like two or tough. three, but you know, I'd that rather have the three the other way. So
1: absolutely. And Eli, I'm gonna defer to you as a, a gracious host. Do you want the first pick or the third pick?
3: Um I'll actually go three. I like I like going last in the snake draft.
1: Okay, so this is literally my worst case scenario. Uh, <laughs> we are gonna go with the first pick off the board. I am up to pick a D de- a non defensive player, excuse me, a non offensive player to play either quarterback, a skill position of our choice, or offensive line. Um, I'm gonna start, and it's probably an awful idea considering we can go a skill position that gives you three options. You're not really required, and same with offensive line. I'm gonna start and go with a skill position, that being a receiver. And I had two on my board because I wasn't sure how this is gonna work out, and I feel confident in both. Um, I'm gonna go with one that's a little bit more fun. And I think the owner of Pack Podcast, Andy Herman, will appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm gonna go K.B. and Ento, currently a defensive back for the Packers. Previously receiver when he played at Colorado. Uh, It seems like an obvious pick for someone that used to play that position at one point. transition when he came to the Packers. But I'm going to go KB and Ento to be my receiver for the Packers. And truthfully, if they moved him to receiver at this point, he could probably compete for a top four spot with what's currently (laughs) on the roster. Um, So that's my receiver. Lock it in. Take him off the board. I realize that probably busts everyone's bracket listening. And, of course, your two. Um, But, Janelle, we'll throw it over to you. Who is your player or who is your position? What player are you picking from that is a non-offensive player?
2: Well, Matt, I'm really surprised of all people you didn't pick a fullback. Damn. You know, you and I have bonded over the making fullbacks great again. You know, this is a position that we Mm -hmm. solely keep alive, you and I here on this show. So uh, for my fullback, I am going to take Rashawn Gary because if you Mm -hmm. hand the ball off to that guy, there is nobody who's going to be able to stop him. Uh,
1: I mean, I'm I'm double mad at myself, which is <laughs> you know not the most creative way to say this, but like. I mentioned probably the skill position variables two, three times. Only included running back, receiver, tight end. Never even thought about fullback. And when I was doing this all day, never even considered a fullback. It wasn't even a priority on my oh, draft Matthew. board. Oh, my I'm I'm very disappointed in myself. Hashtag more fullback is struggling. So <laughs> Janelle goes fullback um, off the roster or for her roster and that was with Rayshon Gary. I think Rayshon Gary could be slotted in many positions at this point. Um, I think it's a really, really good pick just overall to be able to snag someone and definitely well done, Janelle. Um yeah. Eli, you now have back-to-back picks and I think this is a great position to be in. Who is your, let's go, you know, first off the board, who is your first pick? Out of the first round, and then you can obviously parlay that as you will into the second or the first pick in the second round and just kind of keep it mo- flowing here.
3: Yeah, so at first I thought I wasn't aware that we were only going to be choosing non offensive players. So, like when I first thought about quarterback, I immediately thought of like Randall Cobb, knowing that's why I made sure we specify, yeah, <laughs> Have to. so so I, I switched off of that. And I'll get to my quarterback, I think, second, I'm going to start at skill position at wide receiver and just go with someone who it may not have been uh, the, the biggest sample size, but every time this guy had the ball touch his hands, he caught it, and that is Razul Douglas going over to receiver. Uh, you know, we saw what he did last year, you know, interceptions, pick sixes, one-handed interceptions off, you know, tip balls in the end zone. Clearly, he's got good hands. So, with our receiving core right now, you know, kind of like Havyanento, you could probably throw Razul Douglas out there, and he would be competing for some snaps. So that's where I'm going to start with my skill position. I and like then, it. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh, I mean, yeah, the only other one I considered maybe was was Eric Stokes at running back because of mm-hmm. speed, but I liked uh, Douglas with his hands there, receiver, and then. Quarterback, I made a bit of a last minute switch from Randall Cobb to the Packers' newest punter, Pat O'Donnell, who actually does have one career passing touchdown. Uh, and, you know, he has some, you know, punters, they have to throw the ball sometimes. He's done it in his career. And, uh, you know, I just think it would be very fun, you know, get Pat O'Donnell out there throwing some footballs. We've seen, obviously, Tim Massey. To, to Tom Crabtree, the mm-hmm. wonderful fake field goal that'll live on forever. So Pat O'Donnell will go in our quarterback for me.
1: So very versatile, Pat O'Donnell. Um so, you know, for yeah. I don't know about the hand size. He did throw a touchdown, but six four, I like that. And it looks like actually in high school, as I, you know, quick Wikipedia, this because that's what a good podcaster does, <laughs> uh played linebacker and played tight end. So definitely versatile, and you want one of your better athletes at quarterback. Razul Douglas, I led off the show with having confidence when we're selecting and when the player is going to be put in that new position. I think Razul Douglas definitely emits um, confidence, especially after this last year of a rebound and just getting that pick in the in Arizona and just how that all trickled down for him. So uh, Eli has his QB, Paddle Donald punter, uh, currently for the Packers. We'll see how that works out through training camp. And then receiver, Razul Douglas, Presumably still a cornerback, um, unless Eli had his wish at this point in early June. Um, Janelle, you are now up. You already have your fullback off the board. Eli went high powered. I mean, he took quarterback receiver. He's got the connection. He's not really worried about offensive line. He assumes Pat O'Donnell, with that athleticism, can move All around. Right. Janelle, what the hell are you going to do right now? You got a fullback. Someone's going to hand the ball off, and someone's got to block for them.
2: Yeah. So I. I value my offensive linemen, so I'm going to pick offensive linemen next. I wanted to go with somebody who I could trust, who is going to protect my quarterback, and who always pulls through. And at my left tackle, protecting the blind spot for my soon-to-be quarterback, I had to go with Campbell. There is nobody I trust more than him. And, you know, the damage he does on the other side of the line, you know, I trust him to now protect our quarterback.
1: So Devondre Campbell, like, dude, like, that's a that's a big man. Now, I considered Devondre Campbell for my offensive line spot. The one reason I didn't go with him is just weight. He's like two thirty one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Regardless, absolute athlete, long arms. I think it's a a guy that I would mean. I mean, I don't think Eli and I could go up He's against gonna someone. Bully someone. Or, yeah, yeah. We couldn't. Eli, but, can, Eli and I couldn't go up against him on the defensive line. Janelle, you might have some I, success. But I thought I think, about,
2: you know, the Kenny Clark as my center, but I was like, man, that one just seems too obvious, which I'm sure, you know, one of you will probably pick. But I just wanted to do something a little bit different and, you know, value that that left tackle spot. You know, David Bakhtiari, big shoes to fill. Campbell is who I trust.
1: Respect. So. I can already read the tea leaves here. There's one quarterback off the board, and it's a punter. None of us have really considered a true defensive player yet at quarterback. I don't know how that's going to work throughout this draft. I'm very, very much concerned because I don't want to get stuck. Now at this point, I don't think I'm going to get stuck with anyone that I would be super um, disappointed in. But I'm going to go ahead and grab my quarterback here, and then obviously I get you know the following pick, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, but I'm going to grab my quarterback. I look at the quarterback position. It's got to be someone with with athleticism, someone that can move around in the pocket. It seems like every young quarterback that comes into this league can move at some capacity, whether it's Joe Burrow, whether it's Jalen Hurts. You know, everyone can move around, and they have their own athleticism across the board. So I'm going to go with someone I think is still developing, and we've seen a lot, a lot of speed from him throughout his career um, in Green Bay. You have to have a nose for the football. I think you have to understand football. You have to have a high IQ um and for that i'm gonna go with darnell savage as my quarterback you know there was a ton of quarterbacks i wanted to go with and i don't want to give away who i was going to go with because i definitely want to save it to the end of the show because i think it'd be disrespectful to throw him out there you guys might pick him but i couldn't find any true data on any of these guys that i really want to put in there that they had previous experience like eli did pat o'donnell solid i mean he's at least thrown a, a touchdown which will probably be more touchdowns than any of our quarterbacks combined sure. janelle so yeah. I'm going to go with Darnell Savage. He'll be throwing the ball to Kavian and Ento and then blocking for them. I think this guy actually probably could have been an offensive lineman at one point. I think he very, very much is you know, a great dude in the trenches, a man that – at this point, I think he's probably on his last leg with the Packers. We'll see how he gets through this offseason, season, or excuse me, this uh, this training camp and mini camp and um, preseason. Just especially with wh- who they've added at this position, that being the are the the defensive line, uh, and probably you know he was one of the first ones that was resigned under the Ted Thompson era and get, given an extension. And that's going to be Dean Lowry. Dean Lowry is going to play offensive. I'm going to say right tackle, just because I, I don't think he's as athletic as what Janelle picked with Devondre Campbell. Now, Dean Lowry is about 6'6", 293, um, definitely a good run-blocking um, offensive lineman, definitely a good pass-protecting offensive lineman. I think Dean could just post a couple guys up on the edge, and it would be solid. We can you know We can get Darnell Savage rolling out right with that right hand, and Dean Lauer is gonna be able to secure the right edge and he's gonna be able to sling it downfield or take off and run or drop a you know a deep ball to KB and Ento. So my team as it stands is QB Darnell Savage, receiver KB and Ento, former, formerly a receiver at Colorado back in college, and then offensive lineman, which would be my right tackle. Uh, Dean Lowry coming over the defensive or from the defensive side of the ball to the offensive side of the ball. Janelle, you you've you've really, really focused on the trenches. You got Campbell. You got Campbell at left tackle. Rayshon Gary, who probably should get a couple handoffs each game. I think mm-hmm. just the fullback dives is going to be solid. Maybe in catching the ball, but who's going to be throwing him the football? Who is Devondre Campbell going to be blocking for when it comes to this? I guess make believe fictional uh, pickup game.
2: Yeah. So I had some thoughts, kind of similar to Eli. You know, I was kind of dabbling in the special teams. I was like, you know at your quarterback you somebody you want somebody who's very tuned in and focused and I was like do I want to go with the veteran and I almost I almost went with Mason Crosby just because he's a man of you know he works well under pressure obviously accuracy is important to him but I was just you know the mobility was more important to me and I felt like I just need to go with somebody a little younger more athletic so I went with on the defense one of the guys who I just thought was a freak athlete somebody who's going to be able to be a mobile quarterback, um, get away from guys, um, somebody who comes in there, he's just a dog and works hard. I went with Eric Stokes as my quarterback. I like he's just that. a relentless mentality, not going to give up on the play until it's over. So, yeah, I've got Eric Stokes handing the ball off to Rashawn Gary <laughs> being protected by Campbell.
1: You know, and part of the reason I picked Darnell Savage is because of his speed, but I think it's <laughs> – from what we've heard in the last, you know, twelve months, is that Eric Stokes is the fastest guy on this team.
2: Yeah, and, and I, I, I did make- almost go with Alexander just because you know a little bit more time, um, very poised. But the height, you know, I was like, you know, those two inches, they could do a lot. So Damn. nobody clip that. Nobody, <laughs> 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 don't be inappropriate. <laughs> Yeah, I I knew as soon as I said it who I was talking to.
1: I mean, you definitely said it, and you definitely did it, and no promises from me. uh, But you def okay. So you got Eric Stokes, Sean Gary, and Devondre Campbell, which rounds out your team. You and I are set with our squad at this point. Interesting that uh, Eric Stokes' name was brought up by Eli in the first round, which I'm sure had to have you a little bit squirming in your chair, Janelle. But ultimately, you
2: dropped to the third round you know, a steal for my team. I,
1: I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that, especially with the speed. Um, Eli, yes. Paddle Donald, Razul Douglas, not big names on your list. And I can't say I have any. I mean, the biggest name I have is Savage. Janelle definitely has some high-profile guys on her team. Who is going to be blocking for the wiry Paddle Donald and then the uh, converted cornerback receiver, uh, Rasul Douglas?
3: So, you know, thinking about, again, you know, the, the average size of an offensive lineman, and like both you said, it could have been easy to go with a defensive tackle and throw him in at center or guard, but that's, that's, not, that's not that much fun. And I think this guy, he, he is the perfect size to play the tackle position in the NFL, and I think he is still mobile enough that, especially with my super mobile quarterback and Pat O'Donnell, that he'll be able to get out there and make blocks for him outside of the pocket. And I'm, of course, speaking about Preston Smith, who is a massive man at 6'5", and just 6'5", 265. I mean, honestly, if he just put on some weight, he could go out there and play tackle anyway the way it is right now. So I just see him as someone who's super athletic, uh, very, very strong, has those long arms that could kind of just – keep those defenders away especially around the edge just push them past the quarterback so yeah i i honestly i mean the three guys i had on my list i got to draft so i am feeling real good about my team right now i
2: yeah we didn't did anybody have any snipes
1: no no one sniped me and it's it's I figured that was going to happen, especially at quarterback. The one thing with your offensive—I mean, truthfully, Preston Smith—if he doesn't bounce back like he did in twenty twenty one and the weight he added in twenty twenty, like he probably or he probably could have been an offensive lineman the way he was trending yeah, yeah. from <laughs> the previous year. But no, Janelle, you know, like no one. I thought quarterback was for for sure going to be really, really sought after. And I don't again.
2: I really thought that uh, Stokes would have gone as a wide receiver.
1: That would be, that would I, I did, a you know,
2: sense. I did squirm a little bit when Eli mentioned him. But I, I like, only
3: didn't do him at receiver just because he did have some drop issues um, last year. Well, so good thing he's a
2: quarterback. <laughs> Don't yeah. have to worry about that.
3: Well, it would still be nice if he caught them. But uh, <laughs> that, that is why I mentioned him as a running back, just because I do still think he has great Field vision and this way maybe he doesn't have to catch the ball as much and use that speed. So
1: so I have a question for you guys. And I was as soon as Janelle brought this idea up earlier today, I was like, this is absolutely gonna be my quarterback. And I tried to search on Twitter. I thought at one point I had tweeted about it. I went to maxpreps.com, was looking up high school statistics because I was convinced that this player had played quarterback at one point, and I found some statistics from his high school career. No throwing attempts. I saw a couple rushing attempts from this defensive player. Am I misremembering? Did I have amnesia last year after the draft? Am I just completely out of the loop? Didn't a report come out and didn't T.J. Slayton say in a press conference that he had played quarterback at one point in high school? Did that not happen, or am I just a complete buffoon? Hmm, I don't remember that. Sounds like a, I'm a complete buffoon. Unless you know, I, I don't remember
2: that. I remember. Um, them asking Elton Jenkins, if he didn't play his position, he was like, I'll play quarterback. Like Elton Jenkins at one point mentioned, like wanting to be quarterback. If, you know, push came to shove, whatever kind of thing, TJ Slayton though, that would be, that'd be wild. And that <laughs> yeah. was the
1: part why it always stuck in my brain. I'm like, it just seems so obscure and that he said that I'm like, that's awesome. And I just, I. Maybe it was Elton Jenkins. I, I don't know, yeah, but I was
2: obscure dream.
1: <laughs> and I, I mean I'm I'm glad I was being extra with my uh you know my draft board because I was gonna go in and like really boost him up and tell his, his uh collar or excuse me his high school stats of throwing, couldn't find them anywhere. <laughs> if I would have just gone off the cuff and like said that, I would probably really confident until you know when this podcast comes out and people are like tweeting like that. That Never seems nervous. ridiculous and it's yeah. not even as funny as it could be because you're just putting a big D lineman there and not even a guy that actually ever played. So I don't know where that came from. And the fact that I searched for 10, 15 minutes and couldn't find anything, I, I don't know what is wrong with me. And <laughs> other than the fact that, you know, just, just normal stuff. But yeah. I'm, I'm, does anyone like someone else's team more? I mean, is anyone super jacked about the team they got or is this kind of ex- what you would expect?
3: So we'll, let's maybe read out the the three teams. For sure. Yeah.
1: I will. That's what a good host would do. So I, myself, quarterback, took Darnell Savage, receiver, KB Ento, offensive lineman at right tackle, Dean Lowry. Eli's selection is quarterback, Paddle donnell wide receiver, Razul Douglas, and offensive lineman, Preston Smith. Janelle went with Eric Stokes at QB, Rayshon Gary at fullback, hashtag more fullback, and then left tackle, Devondre Campbell.
2: I love my team. Sorry, guys.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, I feel like my team, I mean, the only, I mean, I, I did look at Dean Lowry for a minute because he's 6'6 and just gigantic for mm-hmm. offensive line. But then I was kind of like, you know, I thought about Preston Smith just maybe being a bit, just a bit stronger. And also I just thought the arm length mattered more for me to tackle. But yeah, I mean, I, I personally, uh, you know, look, when you get a punter or a quarterback, I couldn't be happier. So Not bad, not bad. I did,
2: I did think it was interesting that, Uh, Matt was the only one that went with a D lineman for his offensive line.
1: That is interesting. That is actually the fact that Kenny
2: Clark didn't go, you know, I, I think we, we have some snubs here. Um, Yeah. I, cause I mentioned, you know, I wanted, I was debating taking Kenny Clark as my center. Um, So yeah. How a big boy like that doesn't go. I think mm-hmm. that's probably our biggest snub.
1: The one that I thought snub. should have happened, and I'm I'm surprised you guys didn't bring it up, because I had two at this position, two at receiver. I said KB and Ento, and the other one, it, it was a little bit more, seemed obvious. It was uh, Rico Gafford.
3: Yeah, that's but what I was about to say. Convert,
1: <laughs> converted receiver, basically like the Payless version of uh, MVS. Like, they converted him all of a sudden now to defensive back, like, two, three weeks ago. So I felt yeah. I felt like for sure he was gonna be selected there. But, you know, Eli, when you stick with a fullback instead of a receiver, <laughs> um you would you wouldn't be able to really select Rico Gafford. That would be that would be silly at that point.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I, but I did I was like, I know we just switched Gafford over, so I was like maybe that would be fun to put my receiver, but I think uh I think Razul Douglas, I mean look, he's got them hands. <laughs> absolutely,
1: absolutely. So, as we as we wrap here, I do want to encourage anyone that's listening to Packaday Podcast. Assuming you have a Twitter account, please tweet at us with your three selections. I think it's going to be some good interaction there. Um, if you don't have a Twitter account, please do so. It is 2022, and the first thing you should <laughs> do at that point, um, after you set up your account, would be to of course follow at Packaday Podcast on Twitter. That's where you're going to get all of the podcasts shared with you on your feed 365 days. And that's the best way to get in contact with everyone because there's it's an ecosystem of people that are Packers fans that are a part of this community and also want to interact in because they are listeners in themselves. Um, and if you haven't already checked out the YouTube channel Packaday Podcast where Andy puts on some absolutely great content, I caught up on some stuff this week where he kind of broke down the OTAs and it was it was good to kind of re- see what he's seeing out there because I don't have access to going to OTAs mm-hmm. um, and he was able to get there and you know just some see some unique stuff. So I think that's ex- exactly what you need to do. And of course, if you're listening to this podcast somewhere, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share it with friends, share it with neighbors, share it with coworkers that want to know a little bit more about the Packers and might have a take on who could be their I guess their 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 pickup backyard football team. Um Eli, kick it over to you, my dude. You are always putting out some great videos on your Twitter account. Let people know where they can follow you on Twitter and everything else you have going on during the soft season.
3: Yeah. So as always, um, just about all of my content will get to my Twitter page at Book of Eli underscore NFL. Uh, you can also check out my YouTube page uh, at Eli Berkovitz on YouTube, where I'll post some Packer videos. I've been just putting some uh, stuff up still from the draft, uh, just some film review that I've been looking at. And then uh, as we go further into this offseason and get to training camp and all that, um, I'll be doing some writing for Packer Report, maybe looking at some position battles, uh, roster predictions, all that kind of stuff over at PackerReport.com. And then, of course, uh, Open Book with Jen and Zach Jacobson is re- should be returning this upcoming week. Uh, should be a new night, moving to Wednesday night. So mm-hmm. everyone, get ready. Should be this Wednesday night, the return of Open Book.
1: Pivot, pivot that calendar reminder from Thursday to Wednesday, everyone. If you want to watch Open Book yeah. on Game on Wisconsin, Uh you already mentioned Janelle, Eli. But Janelle, first of all, I hope you guys make it to state. It would be it's it's same it sounds weird, but I hope I don't speak to you next week on yeah. Pack Day yeah. podcast because making it to state for athletics is super cool. No, we already I, did
2: make it to state.
1: You made it to state. Excuse yeah. me. I hope yeah. you exactly Hopefully, making the state. Yeah. Is, have some conflicts here with some games and (laughs) continuously success. So where can everyone support you? The Cougars base as Cougar softball team and where can everyone find your content?
2: Yeah. I don't know if or where or when um, games will be streamed. I'm sure there's going to be some kind of way to watch them. I will try my best to share links for those who do want to support. I know some of my followers have asked, which I think is awesome. Um, You know, just trying to, Grow the game and stuff like that. So that's always important. But yeah, going to be a big week for me next week. Basically, my last day of work at school is Wednesday. And I'm going to basically immediately leave there to go to our state banquet. And then it's just going to be softball for the next few days, which is going to be awesome. So yeah, a lot of softball going on. Obviously, there's four teams left in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So a lot of my focus is there. The Women's College World Series for softball is going on. So, you know, in this dead this dead zone of Packers football, I am extremely busy and I absolutely love it. So a mm-hmm. lot of softball, a lot of hockey, getting ready for Packers football. It it's a great time in sports for me right now.
1: Hell yeah. I mean it's it's the time of the year where I feel like it slows down a little bit for me, but then it's like it ramps up because there's more. I guess the hot takes start happening. We saw a ton yep. of that this week with Derek Carr and Dan orzlovsky's list oh. out there in the quarterback. Yeah, it's just like all sort <laughs> all, all sorts of shit that comes out of the woodwork, and it's and it's fun. And I forgot to actually mention too. Andy had a really good uh, episode on Packaday Podcast for on the YouTube side, just like a super 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 early prediction for a fifty three man roster. And I thought his perspective on it was really unique, especially in the intro where he discussed, you know, the potential 16 practice squad guys and how he thought a percentage would make it on the active roster and just the variations of this this team that'll happen throughout the year. So I thought it was really interesting. And I was pretty, I mean, I, I agreed with most of it. There's a couple hot takes he had in there, but ultimately. Probably hot takes in my end, wherein he's actually watching OTAs and understands the game a little bit better than I do. Um, but to interact with me on Twitter, of course, you can still follow me at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M-A-T-T underscore F-R-A underscore. I'll be posting about the Packers, fantasy football. I'm trying to get some notes together here. I'm trying to, you know, I had an absolutely great year last year because everyone cares about my fantasy league. But getting <laughs> into the fantasy, it's kind of weaning myself into the some of the transitions that happen through this offseason. You know, players going to different spots, new names, new faces, that type of thing. But um, I do encourage everyone to make sure to reach out to us, whether it's Janelle, Eli, myself in the DMS on who they think we should have selected for our players, um, whether it be offensive line, skill position, quarterback, please roast me about me not picking a fullback because that's absolutely (laughs) atrocious. I didn't do that. Um, But obviously in the mentions and the quote retweets, make sure to put out your three guys out there who maybe just one player that you think would have been an absolute smash at one of those spots. Cause I think it'll be really, really fun to see everyone's um, scenarios. And if anyone finds any highlights from TJ Slayton, at quarterback, please send them to <laughs> me. Otherwise, I'm going to think I had a lucid dream at one point, which would be absolutely crazy. Um, but for Janelle Mackey, Eli Berkovitz, I am at Fralick. You guys stay well. Enjoy the, I guess, warm June, first June weekend. And as always, go, go Paco. Paco. Go.